Hello and welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. I'm Swizz. And thank you for joining us. We're going through our forward-specific podcast today, having a look at primos, having a look at mid-prices, rookies, everything that you sort of need to know at a glance going into the 2023 season. Before we move on, though, SC Insider 100, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Also, all the audio platforms as well, so Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you name it. And on the YouTube, like us, subscribe, let us know that you're enjoying this content in the preseason, SC Insider or Supercoach Insider on the YouTube. Shout out as well to splashvodka.com.au. Look, I've I've downed two of these already, so I'm on the Larry Cans at the moment. A nice, ooh. Wow. That one's a boy, Larry Can. It's a Larry Pale Owl, Larry Cans, your mate's beer from the Sunshine Coast, Australia. Extremely delicious. Um, Swiss, thanks for joining us. No problems, mate. How are you since we've last talked? Two drinks deep and um, everything's going a bit chaotic at already. Um, so today we're going to look at forward lines, similar to what we did for our defensive unit as well. Now I'll clear Looking it out at- before we go to the forwards because I just noticed <laughs> and that was the, I need to sit up more on that. No, I'm not wearing a Carlton shirt as well. It's my Parkfield cricket shirt and that. So let's just clear that up. The amount of times people point that out and they're like, hey, you support Carlton. And I go, no, I fucking don't support Carlton. <laughs> man that. And that's one. Let's give a little plug. My Cricket Club podcast. If you look up Parkfield Cricket Club potty or Parkfield potty, they, um, our um, club did an interview with me, one of those sessions. So um, I think you scroll about 10, 15 minutes in if you want to know a little bit about me and my cricket or whatever. Yeah, check that one out. Give us some some views and listens and that. So Cheers and cheers. cheers. Um, really excited for this preseason, trying to front load some of it. I've got a baby due on the 10th of February, but I think we're tracking a bit ahead of schedule. Um, kind of like Sam Walsh's injury. to get out there for the, for, the, for the footy season. Oh, pretty much. So, and because I've got COVID, I'm trying to do a lot of the spreadsheeting stuff at the moment when I fill up for it. So just trying to get a bit of a head start on the season, but really excited. Let's have a look and straight into this forward line mix because – Straight away at the top of the list, 596,000. I'm going with Josh Dunkley, yeah. Brisbane Lions. He's moved to the royal side of town, wants to get out of the Victoria crap madness, comes to the sunny side of the state here. And I, if I didn't already want to pick him, I'm going to pick him already now. So he's um, 596,000, average 108.3. I think he's not coming to Brisbane to play forward. Let's put it that way. Um, Brisbane is super keen to get some extra grunt in that midfield. Lockie Neal's going to absolutely take all the pressure away from him, and Dunkley's going to be tailing up a 120 average. Swizz. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about 120, but 100%, mate. It's um, It could be a bit scary, one, two, um, what they're going to do together, Lockie and, uh, and Dunk. So, yeah, I, I think Neil gets all the attention still, so Dunk's all the way. Could be a, a nice little VC option some weeks as well, so... But how little I, attention? He'll be one of those ones that should be in 100% teams and will get it because you can get those other teams that throw out the percentage and end up being like 65% or something. And you're like, how the fuck's this going on 100%? Like, it's a simple yeah. thing. And, and even I think the benefit of having Neil in is that it sort of frees up Dunkley to just do his role. He's also another person that tackles heaps. So it's going to be great. So you have Lockie Neil and then Dunkley getting up those tackles as well. And even more so, you've now got McCluggage. No one's going to care about him. Like he's just going to run around doing all the suitcase things, a Roll Royce. He'll just go, oh, cool, inside, outside, whatever. 
and then just run and split. And it's going to be, Good he's going to have zero attention. He's going to have zero have attention. Lots of, I have shares in Dunks and McCluggage and that in a couple of leagues. So oh, it's just no, it's a so very good. nice, mate. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. So I'm going to let you talk about the next one as the second highest average because I'm not picking him. Swizz. He's in my team at the moment. And the reason he is, we know what he can do when he's in that midfield. Um, that's Cornelio. And Cogs now without Taranto and Hopper, they're two. Well, we know Taranto can go forward, but they're high pick. But Hopper, their inside ball, um, they need Green and Cogs to play in that in that centre. Um, so I think at worst he averages what he's priced, and that is around that hundred mark. Um, they've they're going a bit more youth, so he's the experienced guy, um, former captain, needs to continue to stand up for them. Um, and him listed as a forward who's playing midfield, I've got a lot of confidence that he'll at least be in that hundred mark again, which is going to put him in top six. Isn't he still captain? Is he as green still? Maybe. No, I thought that was no. when he was injured that oh, green maybe, was captain. Yeah, no, was that, or was it, no Philip? Um, <sighs> mate, they've oh, got a new no coach idea. anyway, so they'll probably have a new captain every That's week. That's the concern, new coach. And yeah, I, I'm still I think not, Callahan. He's, still not, he's playing midfield, but. Like, I think yeah. Callahan goes in there. They also drafted someone last year that was apparently a quite a, a contested ball similar to Hopper. So I think that's kind of why they were keen to get rid of Hopper. So I think there's definitely some use to come through that midfield. I'm not sure it's Cornelio, but I guess we will wait and see in that preseason. New coach has scared me off. Speaking of being scared off, um, Isaac Heaney. <laughs> Heaney. <laughs> uh, the, the trick pony keeps going again. I'm not paying 557000 for Heaney because you know he's going to drop a few 60s out there when he plays St Kilda and you'll get him for 480000 or cheaper. Every time he plays St Kilda, it's unreal, isn't it? Except for the time when I was in the finals. I think I played yeah, but, uh, but, and he got 100. Yeah, yeah. Got but, 100 that one time. Um, outside of those two, right? Now I'm going to go with Taranto, who I am definitely looking at, 503,000. I'm going Dunkley Taranto as my one-two punch for the sheer reason that when he plays midfield, he should be averaging 100 plus. Uh, he wasn't getting all of that at um, uh, at GWS. And the best thing is, is because when you're kicking to Tom Lynch and Rewalt, it doesn't matter if you're a hack kick because Richmond just say, hey, it fits into our philosophy. Just hack the ball forward and we'll make it a contested We'll make it contested. So I think Toronto goes 100-plus this year. Yeah, 100%. Like Richmond's biggest uh, deficiency is their midfield. Um, AD midfield, obviously, with Cochin and Dusty went out and fixed that and got, uh, you know, yeah, we could have used that on the picks and stuff and hopefully got like, like you never know, get another Riley Collier Dawkins comes in and then get delisted and stuff. But, yeah, that's just gone. <laughs> or you gone, can get a Paddy Dow with Paddy Big Three. Dow, whatever. They've gone, no, nah, we know these guys can play. We've got the inside ball and hopper. We've got the, the tall, or oh, they're both tall boys, um, and, and his mate there who can go forward and kick a goal, and they're going to be one and two with Prestia in that midfield. And Prestia, hopefully, We'll able to stick around for a few more games now with a bit of pressure off because, unfortunately, last year he was the one and only proper midfielder in that side. Can you believe in that draft when there was like Rainer, et cetera, I was like, nah, stuff Rainer. You can't trust him. He's Victorian. I was like, you know, he's good, this consistent guy they keep talking about, Paddy Dow. <laughs> I <laughs> wanted Brisbane to pick him with pick number one. That's the worst thing about it. Um, um, yeah, so Taranto, 100%. And then Luke Duviziani. Yeah, he was lucky. Priced at 91. Yeah, it goes yep. 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now where do you stand on um, Zach Butters and Connor Rosie? Because we'll put them hand in hand. Uh, I'm going to straight up disregard Dylan Moore, Tom Hawkins, um, Tommy Lynch, Jeremy Cameron, Tex Walker, Charlie Dixon, which are pretty much most of the top 15. I'm disregarding all key forwards at this point. Yeah, all of them except maybe Dylan Moore. Just keep that as uh, a little watch. 
Just a nah. little watch because just How in many case, other small forwards do well? Yes, Bugger but, all. Charlie Cameron, like 60-odd average. You're looking at Pickett, not 60 average. Dylan Moore Sucks. and he's small forward. It is Dylan Moore who, if he plays midfield without Tom Mitchell and Amira. Oh, okay, look, you sold me. I'll watch him, but I'm yes, not picking he's, he's Dylan Moore. He's got to be a watch list. He has to be a watch list for that reason. Chad Wingard is better value than oh, Dylan Moore. Chad, Chad Wingard, Wingard will average you more than Dylan Moore this oh, year, God, <laughs> next year. Not, if you want to bet on that, mate, I'll fucking take that in a heartbeat. <gasps> I think uh, I need a bit of a, a plus, plus and minus on this one. Yes. But Chad Wingard will average you more than Dylan Moore and in I, 2023. And I don't want any games involved because I lose that straight away. Oh, I miss out on that straight away because Wingard won't play more than fucking 10 games. But... There you go, um, 10 games or more. Done. Yeah, it's an extra game in the season too now, so it's yeah, 24 well, that's games. Yeah, right, 24, so it might be a chance. Um, yeah, so no, it's uh, – yeah, I'll see Rosie popping up in a lot of teams. Everybody loves loves what the little fellow does. Back in that midfield, looks really good. Um, probably a bit more confident with him than Butters. Um, You're more confident with Dylan Moore than Butters? No, no, Rosie over Butters. Oh, okay, I was going to say, you were still not no. talking about Dylan Moore. No, right, no, Rosie. Way down okay, so when, let's put them side by side. Yeah, so you're so, going Rosie over Butters based yes. on consistency? Yeah, and even scoring potential on that. Like, um, I think Rosie's going to have the better ceiling. And Rosie just reminds me of, you know, a little bit of like Robbie Gray Bond? going in there, a bit of X Factor and that. Oh, like, yeah. it's just something different for an... They seem to have those similar types, like you know, Ollie Wines, just big body, gets the ball. Like, Boke's a great player, uh, done it for so long, but surely just they can't go relying on him again. Once he's 34, 35, he's the Tom Brady of the AFL. Feels like he probably will go on forever. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's surely now, it's here's Rosie, here's the keys. We want to watch you explode out of that midfield. See, Rosie's kind of reminds me of like a like a Bontempelli kind of um, – the cluggage, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, as yeah. in skillful, tall enough, can get the ball, and then can also impact it forward, right? Yeah, Whereas, yeah he's obviously a lot more tall than like you know. Yeah. I just think more that, um, that that difference X factor to that that midfield and that but like. Butters, Butters reminds me of like a, a better Jared Berry, like yeah, his body yeah. type. He, he's, but, yeah, he's, yeah. he's 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 a hard nut, but his body isn't quite where his mind is. Mm. Um, and now that you've also picked up uh, Horn Francis, who's probably a bigger body, like maybe not at that standard yet, right? But again, Port want a bigger body that can push forward. And if it gets to the point where Horn Francis and Butters are doing similarly, Horn Francis will have the bigger body. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I, I think, for, I think you know, again, I think it's Rosie over Butters. And I do like Butters, but I think Butters falls oh, the butter. butter shit when I need it. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's yeah, no, Rosie 100%. And I'm not knocking anybody that puts him in their team. Or um, Butters. I wouldn't knock anyone that had Rosie or Butters in their yeah. team. Yeah. But it's the fact that we talked about those buys with both of them. And I think you run one, and I think yeah, yeah and it's Rosie. That last buy, I, th- yeah. I don't think you can have too many, and especially when you have like the dogs. And who was the other team? So it was the dogs, and was um, so Richmond, yeah, Port Adelaide, North and Carlton. So if you're looking at any Carlton players or any Port players or Bulldogs or Giants, Lord forbid, don't touch any Giants um, or Richmond, then I'd be trying to minimise how many you have for that last buy, especially with six. Mm. That's hectic. Yeah. What do we used to have? Like four, four, four? No, what was it? It was no yeah, six, 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 six. Just like the footy field. Um. Safety. And what is it now? It's now four, two, six, six. <laughs> for for reasons. Oh, what a shamble. For fucking reasons. What, they're like, hey, we'll have an extra round. And everyone's like, yay, we'll space yeah. out the bounce buys. And we're like, yay. And then we're like, look at it. It's like four, two, six, six. We're like, what the fuck is going on here? Absolute <laughs> nightmare. Oh, fucking bullshit. Um, Absolute nightmare. We don't need to touch on Himmelberg. We talked him in the defense. Probably the only one key forward. 
if he was fit. Do you, yeah. Not that it's hard to pick him in a keeper. If we, no, you lost if, me a key forward. But yeah, Tom Lynch. I got to mention my boy, mate. God, no. when he got when when he goes bit when he goes on a run. What was it last year when he went? <laughs> he went one eighty, one fifty, just kicking bags of goals. Uh, you, oh, hop, you, hop and Taranto kicking to him. Do it. Oh, no, and that's the problem. You can't. But that's what somebody will do. They'll bring him in for like six weeks or something. He'll go yeah, freaking bananas for six again. Weeks. Yeah, that's the kind of player that you look at Richmond's fixture and go, okay. When's Tommy going to get on a roll on that? But, yeah, I'm not starting. Look, we're, we have limited time here, Swiss. You can't just Sorry. go bringing up that okay. shit. Sorry. Because um, so, right, yeah, no, he also I'm, got down as cheap as 395000 yeah, that's it. So, and you want to – he got 395000 yeah. And, yes, he finished the season with some really big scores. He also got injured on a three. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it absolutely do your head in. But I tell you what, if you were on that ride, um, <laughs> no. no, I'll go. So there's some couple nos there. I'm not touching Gresham. I'm not touching Dusty. Uh, uh, yeah, Dusty though. No, 2020 Dusty. We, we talk uh, about I, we never start Dusty. Last buy. We just never yeah, start him. Yeah, but when he's him, cheap enough, though, I don't he's 480,000. We, we don't start Dusty. It's the one rule we've well, always had. 480,000. I could be tempted. Mate, it could be 300,000. I'm not starting Dusty. I'd be tempted. You can't. You know, even so, Dane Zorko, fittest he has, has been in a long time. I think he lost a few kegs. Um, he, 450,000. He, yeah, he averaged yeah. like 110. Oh, he's he averaged good. But I get before. worried about those injuries again. And Old man calf. He's been training oh, yeah. the house down. That's early yeah. Brisbane talk for the yeah, captain I don't, redeeming I don't, I kind himself. Of, I don't like picking some of those older guys. Uh, just injury worries me so much. You're just I, an ageist. Yeah, That's I know. All you are. No, uh, well, yeah, a little bit when it comes to the super coach, mate. When I saw Jed Anderson as a forward for Gold Coast, I thought they meant Noah Anderson. I got really excited. <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, I looked at I was it like, then oh my too. gosh, Noah Anderson. Oh, yes. How did Noah get $440,000 forward? I was like, well, yeah, I know he kicked that winning goal up forward against us. And I was like, wow, they gave him dual position. Kick him in. Yeah, I know, right? He's <laughs> definitely talented. Um, same thing. I wouldn't touch Zach Bailey, 421. Again, hype train. People got so hyped up about oh, him. No, how could you? And not? I do like Beautiful him. He's man. probably He'll probably average you 90 but it's still not going to be good enough for a top six. So I like yep. him for draft leagues. Uh, we, we digress. Cunnington's probably the big one. Now, some people getting sucked in 419,000 should have been 300, but the problem was he had such a big 2021 hmm. that his, even if he only played two games at a 49 and a half average, he still had a huge inflated price. Yes or no to Cunnington in any circumstance. You got to watch. Unfortunately, I, I want to just say straight out. No, I'm worried, whatever. Got to watch because we know what he can do. I'm saying no straight up. Yeah, I, I want to say no straight up. I'm probably I'm probably a twenty percent watch on that. When but. you look at when he was doing well, now you've got LDU. He's going to be the one taking the lion's share. You've got yeah. Simkin. You've got Greenwood's also in that mix now. That wasn't there. You've got Warlaw. You've got um, so much more now depth coming in. I just don't think the game is there for an old head in that. Mix. I, I don't think it is, and we're just talking about the whole age thing as well, but. I won't completely wipe him off until I see For 400,000, 419, that's yeah, a straight up note. That's too much. Because if it's it was 319. That's right. That's 319, the problem because I mean. he's, he's in that kind of keeper range then. And I'm like yeah. really, um, yeah, I'd be worried. We're at 50K more and we, we, we kind of didn't touch on him, but Darcy Cameron, yeah, give you, opens up a lot more um, options there with the right Yeah, he's what, 40, where, how much more is he? Like 40K or something. 
40 yeah, right. k so uh, yeah if you're yeah, comparing no, those sort of two 50 50 sure. more i'd pay that yeah, yeah. just less so, than 50 uh, like cunnington i haven't it's not like i've thought about oh yeah i'm gonna have this guy on the side at, at any point it's just more of i just want to make sure he doesn't come in and just it's like okay cunners you're gonna come in and help the young fellas for a year something like that and it's just like oh wow okay but yeah but if I he can goes see, and plays but at pure, the same time, I can see that be more of a trap as well. Like he might come out, do it, and then people are like, oh, yeah, we're going to get on counters again. And then, you know, four rounds in, it's like, oh, why, why the hell did I do that? I just think they're going to – it's a long season. I think he'll – he already had low time on ground in general. So mm. I think he'll just – he'll go in pit bullet and then he'll just get his time managed. And I think he'll still do well. But for 400,000, I'm looking for sense. 90s to 100. I'm not yeah. looking for a, an 80, 90 flat. Um, and that's kind of where I'm sitting at. Now, the next two are probably a little bit more contentious. So, Chad Wingard, 350,000 and the average 64 over 10 games, but he can go 90 plus. Um, I'm not studying him in standard, right? But again, someone who could go 90 plus for 350,000, um, I'm looking at him in draft leagues. That's definitely a big stretch on my call earlier with Moore. Moore's averaging, what was it, 91? Hmm. And I'm saying that Wingard, who's <laughs> averaging, what, 27 points less, is going to average more. I, I back by you my, see how I, quickly I was jumping on that bet. Oh no no, I'd still take it. it with a plus or minus. Like I think I need at least a, a five point buffer. I reckon Chad Winger goes at least eighty five. I think Moore goes eighty five or less. Um, five points, I'll take it. Absolutely. Give or take five points. Okay, yeah, there you okay, go. I'll take five points on that. All games? Right. You want to? Do you want games on that? Um, Half yeah, it'd the have season to be now. Twelve games. Twenty four yeah, games. 12, 12 plus. Yeah, twelve. Plus. Um, should should I wait and see what Moore's role's like in no. the preseason before shaking? Or no, no, we'll no. Oh, I'll, give you, you. I'll give you five. I'll give you five on that. Done. We're going to drink or slab or something like that. Yeah, we'll work that out. We'll yep. So five point even. Yeah. yeah, we'll go a pineapple. Should oh, be right. Hundred percent. Um. Right there, you go. First bet of the season. That's our first ever bet switch. That is myself. That yeah, is. That's a horrible one for me. A horrible mate. Oh, look, it's wait. okay. I can't wait until I tell Chris that tomorrow at lunch. He is going yeah, to be yeah. like, where the fuck was I in that bit? I probably should have taken a 10-point play. That's probably almost as bad as me going with, um, hey, Billings is going to go 80-plus this year. Um, that's that's uh, Petrarca level, mate, that, with, the, with the boys. That is damn genuine Petrarca level. Anyway. Kevin Smith. Anyway, um, the other one that I was looking at is um, that Nat has five? to be – yeah, well, Nat yeah. Five. Let's talk about Nat Five because he's going to be in a hundred percent of sides. Three hundred thirteen thousand six hundred. Uh, some people are like, oh, but you know, Nat Five injury prone, and I'm like, you're talking about a dual Brownlow medalist for three hundred thousand, like yeah, playing for, just, in the forward line. Like, just shut if, up and put him if in he's your a side. Pure mid. I'm putting him in my side. He's listed as a forward on that, and it's like yeah. just locked. You just have to put him in. And worst case, if, look, if he gets injured, you downgrade someone, you upgrade him to a premium. Right. No harm foul because everyone's going to be in the same boat. He, he yep. will be probably 80% owned or more for 300000 Again, dual Brownlow medalist, a guy who's normally 600000 or more in a year, you just start him. The only thing you're getting possibly out of this is Fife gets injured in the first three rounds and you save a trade over everyone else. There is no other upside to this at all because it's not like he's coming in and going, oh, he's going to score 60 and 60 and 60. He's scored average that because he got injured. So you're hoping that, okay, round three, he goes down, scores a 20, yay, I get 40, 50, 60 points over everyone else, over the player you take, and you save one trade. Big friggin' deal. Like the the hurt factor on the other hand, if he's seven, eight rounds in and averaging 90, 100, 110, you, you, your season's cooked. 
So I'm just telling all the boys, I said, I may have just um, effed up a bit. I said, I bet Winger gets within 5SC of Dylan Moore with Swizzy. Oh, let's see how that one pans out. Uh, if, if anything, I'm going to hit up on mate from splashvodka.com.au and say, look, you know, I haven't really <laughs> drunk during COVID, so these couple of sodas have gone to my head. Um, anyway, so I do agree. Uh, just lock him in and load. I am looking at a cheeky watch for Tom Powell, not because yeah. he's done anything for 18 games at 55 average, but he has shown the potential and he could be someone to break out at any point. So I'm just watching him in the background, seeing how he goes. Are you on the same boat or are you just disregarding Powell? No, yeah, no, 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 I don't mind. Oh, are you shit-talking right now? Are you, are you I saw Chris's talking? response straight away and that, holy shit, can I get on this action? Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> exactly oh, what I said it. two minutes ago. Oh, too late. Too late. That's what happens when you miss the pod, mate. Too late. Unlucky. I did say I should watch Dylan Moore in this thing. Look, I hope Dylan Moore breaks his leg. <laughs> can I say that? No. No, I can't say that. Um, Taron Thomas is the other one I'm looking at, 295000 Again, based on this was a hype play from last mm. year. Everyone was jumping on, oh, Taron Thomas is going to go 90, 100, and you have to jump on him. And I'm like, well, if you rated him last year and you started him last year and you were big on his train last year, then you kind of almost have to go again. His talent hasn't gone away. He's just now 295,000, so I think he has a lot of potential um, depending on how the new coach uses him and if he actually shows up with the right attitude for once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it all comes down to attitude and how Clark, if Clarko can get the best out of him. Yeah, I agree. And there was some rumors. I think Gold Coast were interested. He's got the potential. And for mm. that amount of money, I could definitely see some value there. Um, speaking of value, Tucker, Darcy Tucker coming from Fremantle, 272,000. I'm not as keen as some. I know some are like, oh, Tucker, just new club. And they're thinking, oh, yeah, Tucker will go on the wing or, or go whatever. The, he might go on the wing, but North. He's more points. of an, he, he wanted to go in the midfield at Fremantle yeah. and yeah. they pushed him on the wing. So he was like, Oh, I'll go inside outside and try and get some midfield minutes, etc." Yeah. I could be sold during the preseason, but again, he did play 12 games last year. I don't know how many were subs, right? But he only averaged 49 and a half. And he's always been a, a prominent enough where I backed him to maybe get about an 80 average. So I could be sold. If he, if it looks like he has a good role, he looks fit and he's blending well. I think he could go 80 plus. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm waiting to be sold. So I'm, I'm watching I'm not, him, yeah. but I'm, I'm, just not, I'm not on him. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm not, it doesn't thrill me, the pick. Just, it's it's never something like, yeah, I want to get on Darcy Tucker. And even I think in drafts, he's going to be too overhyped that I'm willing to pay for when people are going to take him. Yeah. He will probably be a hype player. You're right. Yeah. So the difference was when we got like Jarman MP for 211,000, yeah. there's a little bit of meat on the bone. When you're going 272, they exactly. really need they need to be hitting you 85, 80, mm. 80 plus to yeah. be able to actually sustain their place. Um, and we saw yeah, it even last year, McGovern. He's the well, one that McGovern did well over. enough and then he got injured and you had to trade him out. But even he was kind of lingering along on slow money, getting the 70s and whatever have you. And but some he 80s. was like two, what, 40? Two, might have been cheaper. Yeah, than that. Was, Again, but that, that justified the price. That's right. 270 is just no. Yeah, I agree. Um, moving on down into the cheap section, let's go up into the nosebleeds. Um, Harry Sheasel, I know some are keen on him. I am not starting a forward at that price. Yeah, no, um, no, no, thanks. There's, there's better yeah. mature Wardlaw, if Wardlaw got points. mid-minutes, I'm like, cool. But Sheasel, he'll probably play. But like any forward, you know, even some of the best forwards in the competition aren't super coach relevant. Forward in and the worst side in the comp? No, thanks. He'll put, yeah, forward pocket probably in the worst side in the comp. Um, 
I mean, if Javid Stevenson, Jaden Stevenson can you know, make something of it, then uh, Harry Sheasel can definitely play football. Uh, um, you've, you've just slightly missed one that I did want to mention, Oscar Allen. Liam Henry? No, Ooh. Oscar Allen, 210 at West Coast. Sorry, I was looking at Oscar Allen. Uh, injury last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so missed the year. Um, end with, of and, Kennedy, and Kennedy's yep. retired. Uh, so he is the man for West Coast, that sort of centre-half forward, and he's the one that does pinch hit in the ruck as well. If he pinch hits the rock, he's definitely worth his money. Mm. It's, um, he's I would the be one going I, that for he's more than probably even Ben King. Yeah, I'm I was watching. just thinking that. Um, yeah, I just think if West Coast, I, I think they're still down to the lower end, but they've got to improve on last year. And he's one of the differences. Like that's the guy that they're kicking to at centre half forward. He straightens them, straightens them up. Natanui goes for his rest, goes up in the ruck. Uh, I see a lot of upside of that price. That's the one we were talking about before about Darcy Tucker, and you've got to put 85s. Oscar Allen, can he put out 70s? Yes. And at 210, I'm happy to take 70s because you know he's locked in compared to those other rookies um, at that sort of around that price where you're like, oh, are they going to play? Are they going to be sub? Oscar Allen's their center half forward, locked in. It's just, is he fit? And he's going to score That's 70. it. Again, best 22. So I wouldn't even mind having. Dunkley, Taranto, Fife, McLean. Hmm. Uh, sorry, actually, Allen, McLean, and King. Yeah. Because if there's one thing we know about forwards is that a generally forwards when they're rookies they don't generally score as well unless they yeah. get a bit of midfield. You know, when you have your Martin from you know, uh, Essendon, etc., they're great. Otherwise, they're kind of borderline being sub or borderline not scoring very well if they don't kick any goals, etc. Whereas at least you know best twenty-two, right? If fit, Allen. McLean, if you talk about, you know, Hunter going and Dunkley going, Dunkley, et cetera, yeah. McLean played in the, had, in the final he season. He had that 10-week 10, 10 period, was it five years ago? Oh, huge. Before Dunkley, Dunkley went Dunkley, big. yeah. Before, well, Dunkley was there but hadn't made into the midfield transition Mc, no, no, yet. Mc, yeah, McLean went the first yeah, half of the season half, and then Dunkley and then, went then the back half. Then they transitioned Dunkley into the midfield and then Dunkley yeah. went nuts. But McLean was the was on absolute fire in he that was. role. He was, he was. So I don't even mind that because then you've got King – at your F6. Yeah. King's the one I, I, I'm least like, but he's still going to kick goals because he's their focal point. Um, how he works with Chol up there probably gets takes a little bit of the pressure off him so he can still you know take his marks. Yeah, I'm, I'm like watching that. him. If, if a better option shows up cheaper, yeah. then I'm all for but it. But at least, as you said, um, he's locked in. Like he's there, he's probably their would best, take, one of their best I would players. take any one of those three over Cadman. Yeah, 100%. Like I'm taking it over any of those rookies anywhere near yep. that price. Bailey, Humphrey, any of them that like, you want to throw up to me. I don't want I don't want to touch any of them because we've got three options there. You'd right, have to last... get down to Mateus Filippo before I'm looking at a rookie yeah, going. I, I maybe. Do agree. And the, and he that's where 18, I think. Yeah. And David Cunningham, as I said, is in because I know how much Carlton liked this guy. But he's a senior guy. But he he probably doesn't maybe have the scoring pedigree, but they've just got so many injuries already at the moment. He's a guy that can probably come onto the wing and at a hundred and what, hundred and sixty, yeah, he scores sixties, no problems. See, when you said I missed someone, I thought you meant Liam Henry, who's uh, 202,000 yeah. for Fremantle. He's bogged up a bit. And the rumor is he'll play wing. So yeah. I'm, With Darcy I'm, Tucker I'm, gone, yeah. he's the one they were talking about last year. He looks buff too. Yeah. Like I saw photos. I didn't even recognize him because what I remember is draft night, early drafty, when you see him at training stuff, he was so skinny selling you know the ties and stuff that he designed, which is awesome, by the way. Uh, and I saw, I was like, who's this little rig? And he's yeah. fucking Jesus. I think it's now up. or never for him. Oh no, he was a top. He was like top. He 10, was a top eleven pick. or twelve. Top yeah. pick, but no, there was some rumours about you know potentially being a trade bait last year. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah. I meant he's not going to get delisted. No, delisted, but 
could this be his last year at Fremantle and sort of traded out, looked other options. So I think if he wants to stay there, this has got to be his year. He looks, he looks like he's probably switched on for it. Um, Bailey Humphrey, I think again, Gold Coast, no, too expensive. Um, and it looks like an impact sort of player. Philippu, I'm probably leaving unless he kind of absolutely lights me up. Uh, I could be tempted by him, uh, that's for sure. And then you just kind of get into those other rookies where you're looking at that forward sort of section. I think it's a bit of a mix-up. So McRae, Finn McRae has to play or he'll get delisted probably this mm-hmm. year. Um, you know, um, Daryl White's son as well was a Category B, I think, came across from basketball. He has some definite potential and some X factor. So I'm looking at he's at 102K. Char- like Charlie um, Comden's the one that we've had um, in yes. our group chats. Is a lot com- of a, a is it Comden or cha- um, yeah, Com uh, Comden, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the chat groups, I, I he played I think once last year. I was big on him preseason last year as someone who might get a game, but apparently he's he's the one at this point in time. I've, they've had a couple of people, um, you know, go retire or whatever have you, and, and a few things on their list changes. But apparently he is the one um, that is to look at at the moment for North Melbourne in the forward line for a rookie position. So I'm, I've got him in my side um, waiting for him to prove me right. Also waiting for Blake Coleman, uh, Little Coleman, to step up at some point, whether it's this year or next. I'm not too sure. Brockman played some last year. and oh No, not last year. The year before, Brockman played a couple games and then disappeared. Tom Berry came from the Lions, only played two games. Will he get more of a gig? He's only won 23K as well as Brockman. Both have been in the system for two or three years now. Um, Coleman's also been in the system for a little while. And Coburn as well has been in there for a bit too. And Jacob Edwards, they picked up supplement um, as a ruck potential. So there's definitely some people that have been in the system for a few years now that are waiting for their chance. It's about whether they get it. Even Finn McRae's been in the system for a couple of years. Um, it's about whether they actually step up and take it or whether they end up getting delisted by the end of the year. So it's a big year for them. Mm. And I think some of these guys, it's around this point where some of them step up. Yep. And if they start playing, I'm definitely keen to jump on a mature, someone who's been in the system, and that's what I mean by mature, um, into my side. Of course. We talked about those COVID-affected years. Some of these 18-year-olds haven't had the footy that they probably would have over those last two, three years. So you're looking for guys already in the system. And yeah, we know players coming out of contract. Um, this is their big chance. So if they're going to ever show something, it's now or never. So best foot forward yep. and get on that train. Yeah, see, I'd rather any of those guys instead of, nah. you know, trying to look at um, you know, any of these rookies, you know, when you look at, you know, Cooper Harvey and stuff like that, it's like, well, why pick him when you can get someone who's already been playing VFL and in their system for three years or two years, you know? Um, so I think that's definitely where it sits. Uh, that's it from us. I've got to get going, yeah. as do you. But, um, look, we'll get into – I think midfields and forwards are probably a little bit more simplistic at this uh, point in time. But we'll definitely, oh, sorry, midfields and rucks are more simplistic. I think a lot of the value and a lot of the um, structure elements come into midfield. It's like, hey, pick a midfield you like. Here's some mid prices and here's some <laughs> rookies. And we will get into that at a later point. Uh, but that's it from us for now. Beautiful, mate. Thank you. Always happy shading footy. See you, Swiss. Give Chris my best, and I can't believe I just made that. Uh, 12 Thanks, games mate. I need to get through, hey? 12 uh, w- games. Watch that backfire on me too, and you'll be like, yeah, me, 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 me. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. It could be the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't believe I did that. All right, see you later. Let us know if you're on <laughs> Team Bye. Swiss or Team Ben here because that was horrible. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. 